Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Today, we've made our way to Revelation chapter 6. Revelation chapter 6. So go ahead and open your Bible there if you haven't already. Yesterday, we looked at uh, chapter 5 and saw that Jesus is already being worshipped in heaven and on earth. The Holy Spirit is at work representing Jesus, and we as his people living in his kingdom right now are his priests representing him as well. Now, in chapter 6 where we have the, the mention of the seven seals that the Lamb is the only one capable of breaking or opening, if you will, so the book can be read. What's described in this chapter is life on earth. And, 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 and I said a few, uh, in, in a previous devotion that if you come to Revelation thinking that everything in Revelation is focused just on the second coming or just on end times, you will never understand accurately Revelation. Here, this is not life on earth just before Jesus comes. This is life on earth the entire period of human history and especially between the two comings, between the first coming and the second coming of Jesus. So this is our day. This is just life on earth the way it was in the first century, the second century, the fifth century, the 12th century, the 17th century, the 19th century, the 20th century, and now the 21st century. Life on earth. Um, until Jesus comes back. And so in Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, we have the first seal, and let's read that one. He said, Then I saw when the Lamb broke one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying, as with a loud voice of thunder, Come. And I looked, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him, and he, and he went out conquering and to conquer. It's just a picture that Jesus right now is conquering, that people are being saved. They're coming into the kingdom. He's Lord, and he's Lord today, and that his kingdom, even if it's invisible, rules and will grow. You have the second seal in verses 3 and 4, <clears throat> which describe for us that the earth is a place of violence. It's a place of war where there, there is uh, not always uh, peace. It's that way today. It's always been that way. The third seal is verses 5 and 6 where, where we have uh, famine and uh, commerce and business conditions, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Well, that's life on earth. Business is up and down. Commerce is up and down. There's times of plenty and there's times of famine. Life on earth. Verses 7 and 8, or, or uh, um, um, uh, yeah, 7 and 8 is the fourth seal, and this describes for us that people die. And they die for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it's from famine, it's from the inequities of life, it's from hard times. Uh, there, there are people starving to death all over the world. There are people who are, who are suffering for many, many different reasons. And there's death and it's cruel and it's, it's, it's horrible. And that's life on earth for many, many people. The fifth seal is verses 9 through 11. And what it tells us is about martyrs, that there are always going to be some of God's people during life on earth with all of its challenges. There will be some in some places on the earth who, who will be martyred for their faith. Always have been, always will people. And he tells us in, in those verses as the fifth seal is open that those martyrs are safe 
in heaven and they will be avenged. The sixth seal is verses 12 through 17, the rest of the chapter, which uh, is speaking of the second coming. Here you have life on earth where, where Jesus is Lord and he rules. He's on the horse. He has the, he has the crown. His kingdom is conquering. His kingdom is growing, if it's in, even if it's invisible to, to people who don't want to see him. And while all of that is happening, there's also all of these hardships. There's economic prosperity, economic inequities and hardships. There's death. There's violence. There's war. And that's how life is. And then suddenly, the sixth seal, Jesus, Jesus comes back and he describes the cataclysmic events that are mentioned elsewhere in Scripture associated with the second coming of Jesus. You, you can look at that in particular in the Old Testament in the book of Joel, chapter 2, and in Matthew, chapter 24. Now, some takeaways devotionally and spiritually for us from, from this is don't look for utopia on earth. It doesn't exist. There are some places where life is easier and other places where it's harder. There are some places where people have plenty and other places where people don't have anything or very little. There are some Christians who never suffer and there are others who will be martyred for their faith. And everywhere in between, it's life on earth. And the whole time, the kingdom of God is growing because Jesus is king, but that Already, now, but not yet aspect. We're already in the kingdom of God. Well, the day is coming when Jesus comes back and his kingdom is fully realized. And all the things on earth as we know them today cease. So, yes, life can be a mixed bag on earth. Don't look for utopia. does not exist. Second takeaway is don't be defeated and lose faith when life is not easy. I think one of the problems we as American Christians have that Christians in Africa and Asia and other places don't have is we have been so prosperous and so blessed that we think that's what automatically happens when you love Jesus. And if you suddenly experience challenges in life, economic economic inequities and persecution, you must be doing something wrong. No, no. Jesus, the, the Bible makes it clear that that's how life on earth is. I think our incredible prosperity has blinded us to the truth of Scripture. And so when life gets hard, too many of us just throw in the towel, lose our faith. Uh, makes me wonder what we actually have faith in sometimes. Um, Jesus told us in the Gospels in Matthew 24 and other places, John here makes it clear that this is how life on earth is. We should make, work to make it better for people, but you're never going to have where all of earth is a utopia until after the second coming of Jesus and we're in heaven. Also, I want you to look at verse 17, the last verse of this chapter. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? When Jesus comes back, that's when the wrath of God is fully poured out. Now, God's wrath and judgment is, is, is here now. So are his blessings and his kingdom. But at the second coming, all of that becomes fully realized. And so the wrath of God will be fully poured out. Meanwhile, 
What do we do? We worship the Lamb. We worship the Lamb. We worship Jesus no matter what. I'll see you tomorrow.